If there's one thing we've learned about business and life, it's that people are the X Factor. They constantly surprise us, both in amazing ways and not so much. We're Ben and Sia, and welcome to the Gnaw on This Business Bites podcast. This show is all about real-life things we all deal with every day, how they relate to business, and how to make some sense out of our daily chaos. Welcome to the show. And welcome back to another episode of Non This Business Bites. I'm Ben, and this is Sia. And today I want to talk about aspirational change. We need to have aspirational change. We need to inspire as leaders our people to sit there and say, this is where we're going and why. There's where the top of the mountain is. That's where we're heading. And this is what we're going to be able to achieve then that we can't now. It's giving people a reason and a purpose, giving them a goal, giving them, giving them something to believe in so they can sit there and say, all right, this is why we're going to make a big mess. This is why we're going to go through the chaos. This is why my feet are going to be uncomfortable as I'm sitting there walking. But I know that at the end of the game, things are going to be better. You know, when I, I tell this story at the beginning, I grew up in the construction industry. My father had a commercial renovation company, and he used to renovate these 40, 50,000 foot stores with 500, 600, 700 employees. And he would bring people together at the, front, at the beginning. He says, look, we're going to make a great big mess. We're going to make it chaotic. We're going to make it so it's, it's, uh, things are going to get moved around. You're going to be working long hours. But in the end, you're going to have a beautiful new store. And you're going to be proud of it. Your customers are going to love it. And everything is going to be better placed and, and be able to be shown off a lot better because you're going to have brand new fixtures, brand new floor, brand new lighting, and everything is going to be better. And it's amazing how much alignment and how much he got those people on board with him to work midnight shifts, to move entire you know, floors worth of stock around in order to be able to do the construction. Because these people said, I'm working in, like this for a reason. That's aspirational change. So, Sia, let's know on this. Ooh-wee. I got to tell you, uh, when I think of aspiration, <laughs> aspirational change, <laughs> aspirational change, uh, I, I cannot help but go back to my time at Disney. I, I know I talk about Disney a lot. Uh, good, bad, ugly, indifferent, you know, happiest place on earth until you work there. All the great stuff that you can think of. But uh, I will say the thing that Disney does extraordinarily well that I've taken in my life and career is the fact that, you know, when you have something that's rooted in a purpose that everyone can rally behind and everyone understands what that purpose is, it is aspirational. It's inspirational. It is everything that we want the end result to be. And that you get that accountability mixed in with it, you, you can move mountains. You literally can move mountains. Think of the Hoover Dam, man. Like, you know, anything at Disney that we've done, and I say we collectively, I basically just, you know, served my way through it. But, you know, I like to say we collectively because we were all cast members. But together, you were part right? of it. Yeah, because we were, because we were part of ensuring that 
even during the construction. I mean, I was there, um, you know, I've said this before, we were the pilot to uh, determine if the dining with characters was going to be a thing. And so we were the original Goofy's Kitchen, right? We were the test pilot. And during that time, this was also underway. They were already planning California Disney adventure and like, you know, the downtown Disney. Uh, and I'm talking about or Orange County, California, Disney, by the way. So they ended up tearing down our building. So while we were doing test case of this new concept, they were already planning on tearing us down. We didn't know it at the time. But what they did, though, was while we were doing the test case, they redid and renovated our, our space. So we were gone one weekend and came back, closed down for a weekend. And then all of a sudden we walked in. It was a completely different restaurant, even though we knew exactly what it was. You know, we still called it everything, but it was a different restaurant. It was amazing to see. And because we knew what we were doing, everyone was on board. Everyone was definitely in that cheerful Disney. Yay. We went from being like the restaurant that no one wanted to work at to um, people were trying to pull rank into seniority and say, no, we should be getting those shifts. Um, and luckily, you know, in this context, you know, we, we had definitely good representation to ensure that none of us lost our jobs in this transition. So yeah, crazy, man. Once you get people on board and accountable, it's amazing what you can do. And now the whole Disney concept of eating and dining. Yeah. That, that's like everywhere. Oh, yeah, it's everywhere within Disney. Absolutely. And it's about to change again. I mean, I think, uh, I agree in, in the gang, are looking to spend $65 billion or something, some ridiculous amount of money over the next 10 years. Crazy. Renovating the park. I mean, they're talking about taking, from what I remember, talking about taking the Indiana Jones ride and moving it in Florida to, uh, um, uh, to the animal kingdom. Think what that's going to do. I mean, but if, if, if people within Disney are excited about this, if people about Disney understand what what the end result is, where we're going, what the and they have the alignment behind it, mm -hmm. they're going to be excited, and that excitement will will rub off on on the on the patrons. You know, it yes. will it will rub off on people because they say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at all this hoarding. Well, yeah, okay, but you can't believe the cool stuff that's going to be coming down the pipe. I mean, I've looked behind the curtains. It's going to be really cool. I can't tell you exactly what it is, but trust me, I've seen the plans of this and that and everything. You are going to love this. Really plan to come back in eight months. You're going to want to plan to go because you're going to want to be one of the first people to see this. And when you get cast members that are that excited about it to sit there and say, Hey, look, we're constantly changing. We're constantly evolving. We're constantly moving forward. You know, we're not just status quo. Disney, you know, the Disney is the is the never finished park. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about Disney. I mean, I'm, I'm a Disney fanatic. I truly am. It's and I've gone to, through all the back, you know, the back scene, you know, in the tunnels, and I've done all the all those type of tours. To me, it's the fact that it's never finished. Yeah. And the fact that you're dealing with something that is always wanting to move forward. And that's the aspiration that has to be part of the culture and part of the purpose of an organization. Now, when you're dealing with Disney, you're, you're talking about hundreds of millions and billions of dollars. When mm -hmm. you're talking about a company that's five people, it's still about sitting there going, look, what are the new things we can do? You know, you've been doing this for a while. You've been here for a year. What are the things that you see that that we're doing that we could do better? 
Okay, well, we're, we don't have a half million dollars to invest in that, but what if we gave you $10,000 to try it? Okay, and you own that project. How excited is that person when all of a sudden they've been given a, a budget and a purpose and a goal that's an idea that they came up with to sit there and test to see whether this is actually going to work or not. You know, even if their job is only to do the re $10,000 to do the research, they may not actually implement it on that 10 grand, but they say, okay, here's 10 grand for you to go out there and research whether this is actually doable or not. Come back to us with a plan. All right. That's yeah. doable. Tell me what, tell me what, we're going to give you $50,000 to, to do a test market and you're in charge. All of a sudden, you've got somebody bought in. You got somebody excited. You got somebody that that is passionate, and they're not going anywhere. But if all of a sudden people are given a job and just told to you know be quiet and do your job, and that's it, there's no aspiration. There's no re there's no reason for them to go the extra mile. There's no reason for them to say, "Hey, wait a second, but what if?" or "How, how about?" And if we don't give people the re the ability to say how about what if or you know have you thought of, and at least be able to listen and sit there and say you know what, prove me wrong, then yeah. we're not giving our people reason to stick around. Look, everyone wants to feel like they're contributing to some way. I mean, think about it. it's a rudimentary. I don't want to say it's a human thing because I've seen dogs want to be useful, but people want to feel useful, right? Like it may not be a rocket science job that you're doing, but at least you want to feel like you're actually contributing to something and, 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 and that it matters, right? That there's value behind anyone on your team and what they're doing. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything to listen. I've, I've told people over and over and over again at all levels. People want to be listened to, understood, and valued. Yes. It's really that simple. 100. You know, if somebody sits there and says, listen, I listened to you. I understood what you have to say. Unfortunately, we've just gone ahead and we've done this. We don't have the economic bandwidth or we don't have the people bandwidth to do this right now. But we'd like to talk about look, addressing this maybe in 2024. Can you come back to us in six months and, and let's talk about it? And at least be open in six months to actually talking about it. And don't just push them off again. Right. Because if you push them off again, you've lost them. But if you yep. sit there and say, look, okay, let's do a test market. Let's, let's, you know, prove me wrong. Show me the data. Show me the, you know, give me a case study. Get, show me how somebody else is doing this effectively. And at least be willing to sit there and listen and sit there and go, okay, maybe this person has something. And you may yeah. go ahead with it. You may not go ahead with it. But at least what you've done is you've given them the ability to sit there and say, hey, you know what? I gave it the best shot that I could. And if, if they are going to put it out, it's for a reason that is outside of my control. But at least I was listened to, I was understood, and I was valued. And the thing about listening is that feedback. It's not just listening to say, okay, listen to you. Thank you. Deuces. You know peace out it's it's maybe taking a point yep. sometimes it's that take a little small nugget and they know they got input into that like yeah it, it is invaluable how good you can make someone feel even if you don't like the 99.9 percent .9 of their idea 
take that 0.9 that you can apply to mix it in. So they feel like, yeah, they contributed. It's like help having a two-year-old help you cook, right? Pour the sugar in. All right. No, no, not the salt. Not the salt. Yeah. Yeah. One hundo. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, I think it's, and it's not to belittle us and be like, oh, I pat you on the head. I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, patronize people, but sometimes I feel, I I don't, I'm a firm believer. Every idea has its merits. Mm -hmm. If there's like just a small percentage, you can take the essence of that into incorporate it. It matters. It's so much, it's so much like more than you realize the return uh, that you'll get from those individuals. Right. Um, Yeah. Now, Again, don't patronize people and be like, oh, that's a genius idea. We're going to implement this in six months and you never do. That's BS. It could also be maybe, hey, I can't do that now. Maybe, and 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 this is maybe my suggestion for the way my brain would work, put it in my calendar for three months from now to say, hey, so-and-so's idea, is it still not good? Is it any good? Maybe say thank Great you for idea. that idea that you brought up three months ago. Little gestures like that seriously make people feel listened. Uh, especially if they're like me where I throw out ideas and someone says, thank you three months later. I'm like, for what? But you know, that's, that's just me. <laughs> I think majority of people would, would appreciate if their opinion is, is shared three months later. So yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I look at it and sit there when I, when I had staff that, that reported to me on a regular basis, there was, there was one rule. The rule is if you came into my office with a problem, you had to have two solutions. And nine out of 10 times, I would sit there and say, which, which solution do you think is better? Which solution is going to be better for the company and the, and the person that it's for? Well, this one. Then go ahead and do it. And you're empowering them. And you're giving them, you're giving them the ability to be aspirational. For giving them to sit there and say, what if? What could we do that would be the best thing for not only the company, but also for you know, the customer, the vendor, whatever it was? If you just sit there and, and tell people, no, I need you to do that. Here's the problem. Do that. <laughs> yeah. You know what? All You're not giving any empowerment to these people, and you're not giving them any reason to, to think bigger and to be bigger and, and, and to push themselves. And I think that we need, as leaders, to give people the ability to push themselves and to sit there and say, how can I be better? How can I, you know, take lessons learned and, and be able to be a better person and a, and a better leader myself because of it? Hmm. You, you, you remind me of another conversation I had the other day about how do I be a better leader? Like this conversation right here is it's not end all. Of course not. It's just a thing to consider in your conversations to get input, to feel, give the team that sense of accomplishment, accountability, empowerment, all that good stuff still goes back down to listening. I'm still going to go back to that. Yes. Okay. What was our original premise again? Well, it was all about an aspirational change. Aspirational change. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You can get that. You can affect that. Uh, if you really listen to your team along the way, because they'll give you the feedback you need to keep them inspired to aspire. And I think that that's a great place to leave it. That was very inspirational. Why, thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm Ben. And I'm Sia. And we'll see you soon.
Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for listening to another episode of Not On This, Business Bites. If you liked what you heard, we most humbly ask that you like, share, and hit that subscribe button. If you want to communicate more effectively within your organization, contact Ben at yourbrandmarketing.com or me at brilliantbeammedia.com. We can help you build your community, brand awareness, and personality through digital content and podcasting. We cannot wait to hear from you. So see you next week for another episode of Not On This, Business Fights. 